Hello and welcome to Fresh Ears from Fresh Air and another of our episodes recorded at Media 360 in Brighton. As a partner to the event, we set up a studio next to the main conference room and spoke to some of the marketing leaders about their marketing and audio strategies in particular. This time is the turn of Sam Taylor, the marketing director of Direct Line Group, a company with a rich heritage of audio branding. Fresh Air's director of content, Michaela Hallam, started by asking Sam to sum up the brands he looks after. Yeah, so we've got lots of brands. The three main ones are Direct Line, which is the name above the door. And then we've got Churchill, who many people will know. And then we've got a breakdown brand, um, Green Flag. So those are the three main ones. Particularly two of those, um, I think people will immediately start getting earworms <laughs> from thinking about both Churchill and Direct Line. You've got a long history of really strong audio branding people think of the, the Churchill dog and the yes 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 and they think about the direct line the do 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 I was actually going to you were singing them beautifully earlier I've, <laughs> I've lost those bit we can we can we tease you into doing that again uh, but the direct line yeah. that was rubbish but there you go that is what it sounds like uh, I mean Churchill's much more fun isn't it oh yes I can remember actually you'd watch the adverts and you couldn't help yourself but <laughs> repeat them afterwards so we're talking here today about audio branding in the context of your wider marketing portfolio and it's just really interesting to consider the importance of that in an increasingly crowded market how do you use audio to help both represent and make your brand stand out in the crowd so our brands historically were um, very strong we you know we had a lot particularly in the era where we spent a lot of money on launching performance marketing um you know in the sort of the, the the 2000s and so we so we invest a lot of time and energy in working out what they would be and obviously that's why they've got you know they're known as they are and you know direct line now has not been used for what 10 years so and people still remember it immediately so, yeah but i think we we certainly with direct line we relaunched the direct line brand if you like back in 2014 with a really strong creative idea with harvey cartel the fixer and i guess in that period in trying to modernize the brand and move away from the phone to the mouse and um, i guess we probably didn't focus as much on the, the sonic as we probably had done in the past but then you know we did have audio cues on there with you know obviously harvey cartel's voice we had um, the sort of pulp fictiony sort of music which is the very end of every tv ad and the car the red direct one car screeching away so we kind of had that we had the audio cues but didn't really um continue with the sonic that we had obviously spent years investing in but coming out of that period of heavy investment on big tv campaigns um with the harvey campaign with the recent uh, we're on it campaign with the transformers and recently with valkyrie from thor you know we're now going you know have we lost our way of it and do we need to spend more time thinking about what that you know bringing them back to life what could that what could it sound what could the sonic sound like for a modernized direct line um if there was any kind of genre of music that would represent direct line what do you think it would be oh i don't know i really like i mean the thing is we really like the pulp fiction stuff because the the, the idea of the fixer really encapsulates the brand you know the fact that we're an insurance company that were that were high performance that'll always deliver get you back on the road or get your house fixed yeah and therefore the kind of the pulp fiction sort of music really worked well but i guess now it's different now because the world's changing and you know people's expectations of the brand's changing you know the uh, the way that we retail ourselves distribution's changing with price comparison sites now being 90ish percent of the market so we have to work a lot harder you know as a as a from a brand and from a performance 
point of view. And not only that, you know, we're spending, uh, as many brands are now, spending more time thinking about the data we have and thinking about CRM and customer experience at the heart of that. So yeah. what's our customer experience strategy? And then again, what does that mean for an audio Absolutely, because you create an, uh, an audio identity and then you can use that across every single channel that there is an audio touch point. Do you think the fact that people clearly still remember the audio brand, the previous audio branding, that shows how powerful it was that you might even consider returning Possib- to that? Possibly, that possibly you go around, you look at it, you invest time and energy in it and you get back to where you started. That, that could be an outcome, but certainly it would need to be modernised because you know, it's, it's based initially on the, obviously on the, the dial telephone. Uh, on the whole point of the, the direct line business launching was going, you know, going direct, cutting out the broker, and as you know, give us a call. And so all of our performance, direct response, performance ads, TV ads, all had the had the sonic, which basically not only was it an audio cue for the brand, but it kind of meant you know action, call us. Yes. So um, so who knows? I mean. That's, we are actually working on a project right now, so we'll see where we get to. That's really exciting. We might come back to you once you've finished that project, if that's all right, and uh, we'll feel where we've got to at Yeah, the end. I mean, we've, we, we spent a bit of time last year on Green Flag, and, we've, and you know, we felt the Green Flag really wasn't standing enough, out enough on audio, so we have introduced a new Sonic for that, which you may have heard, which is a Green Flag. I have heard um, that, I so can that confirm. Was, so that was a piece of work that happened last year, and I think because of the success in that, certainly in the standout, the ads are now driving. Um, in a brand that's got very minimal spend you know it made us kind of sit back and go you know we probably do need to revisit this um and the same with churchill as well it's really interesting in both the churchill and the green flag audio brand assets that you've had some kind of verbalization whether it's the brand name said aloud or something that that the yeah 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 yeah. how important do you think it is to be able to to say the brand aloud versus a purely audio instrumental brand stamp i think you have to look at both you know, and there are great examples of, of, of both. You know, I, I think, you know, what if you look at just like a brand like We Buy Any Car and the journey they've been on from the original kind of branding and, and mnemonic to now the new kind of tune, the song, um, I think you have to look at all options. And I think and I think the options may show up differently in different types of, you know, communications, whether it be TV when you've got audio and visual versus where you've got audio perhaps only. You know, so you know, we, we were so heavily invested on TV over the years that, you know, when you rely on celebrities talking about your brand then you had the voice and the action of the celebrity as well so yeah. I think you just got to you just got to look at it all and but it's evaluate really interesting. All there options. are so many components aren't there yeah. that goes into an audio version around your music your voice the language you choose you were talking earlier about the fact that you've got three groups under the direct line group are there any consistencies in the way that those are they all individual could we completely individual it's all brands? done individually based on this you know based on the brand based on the segments the brand represent or we're trying to tune into um you know, uh, Churchill recently, um, when we looked at the Churchill brand a couple of years ago, we've kind of re- reworked that. We've gone from um, into a more animated dog versus, you know, the puppet that we had before. Um, and the idea around Churchill is now around chilling, you know, you know that we, we take care of everything, so chill, so you've got Churchill. And so it just, so we had to change, I guess, the, the audio cues around the centre of the brand and the way that we'd reinvented that brand. But I think, you know, we are... So Churchill kind of happy with the way we've done that. But I think direct line, we've got a bit of an itch we need to scratch. And I think, (laughs) you know, so we're busy trying to tackle it. Radio is obviously a really key channel for you. And people consume radio in potentially a slightly different way to historically. People go out and listen to it while they're on on their walk or, or, or busy doing other things. What do you think in a really competitive market that audio brings in terms of subconscious brand awareness that other branding might not i think you've got obviously you've got the the cues that allow that that um give you the underlying kind of brand familiarity but i think that the 
the value that the, the audio cues give you in radio is more the punctuation. It's sit up, listen, it's now us talking, you know, listen to what we've got to say so that you don't miss that first three, four, five seconds because otherwise you kind of, by the time your ears prick up and you realise it's the brand talking, you're on the T's and C's. And obviously in the financial services sector, there's a lot of them. And that's the bit we don't really want people to tune into as much as we might, you know, as we would do on the brand and the message and the product. So, but I think it's, for me, it's, it's very much about the punctuation. And, you know, we're seeing more of that now on TV again, what with sponsorship. Um, and we're seeing more sponsorship on podcasts and things like that where you, you want to create those kind of bookends and go, right, you know, here we are. And I think what we struggled a lot with recently on audio on radio for direct line is that we use the same audio cues on all of our ads and we've got many products yes okay. <clears throat> so one of the things we do struggle with is all the ads being sounding the same so whether it be a story around motor or home or landlord or pet um it's not until you sort of consume the ad that you realize which product it might be for and i think you know to tell the story well it's a bit late so we've got to not only factor in consideration around how we stand out and how we kind of build that punctuation but also how we differentiate between our products as well you mentioned podcast advertising just now how much work have you done in that market and how you talk also going back to the kind of data-driven stuff how would it would you choose which podcasts to put your messaging in so we don't do a lot really i mean the only times we've really used podcasts is when we've got a creative idea where it lends itself really well you know, whether that be, you know, we've done things like um, with Churchill working with children's books and trying to, you know, and trying to educate kids around safety and things like that, where they kind of it fits really well. But generally, we've, we haven't really used podcast as a sort of a channel for all of our brand advertising unless it kind of stands out within, within part of the strategy. So, um, you know, but I think there's definitely um, more to consider within that because we do obviously advertise on radio. Mm. Um, we're doing more and more digital radio as well. And so, yeah, so I guess watch this space. Maybe we'll do some more. We'll do just that. Thank you so much to Sam Taylor, Marketing Director at Direct Line, for taking the time out on a quite busy Brighton seafront to talk to us today. Sunny Brighton seafront. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. We will indeed watch the space and, more importantly, listen to it. Thanks to Sam Taylor. And if you'd like to find out more about audio strategy and how you can take your brand into the world of podcasts, you can find us at freshairproduction.co.uk. For now, goodbye and thank you very much for listening. Fresh air.